You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are starting a new series entitled The Great Exchange. Okay? And um, I challenge you na ang pag-uusapan po natin, especially ngayong unang linggong ito, ay napakahalaga. Dahil po, dito nakasalalay ang maraming bagay sa ating pananaw bilang Kristiyano, sa mga panalangin natin kapag tayo lumalapit sa Diyos, at sa ating mga, you know, even the way we perceive ourselves. You know, yung self-image natin and self-esteem. And really, this would be a good starting preaching on this series, The Great Exchange. Now, but before I go there, before I dig deep, uh, to the preaching of the word Gusto ko po kayong mag-participate ha I'll be saying a statement Unang statement Ikaw ay naligtas O maliligtas Sa pamamagitan ng iyong mabuting gawa Ulitin ko Ikaw ay naligtas O maliligtas Sa pamamagitan ng iyong mabuting gawa Pangalawang statement Ikaw ay naligtas or maliligtas sa pamamagitan ng pananampalataya at mabubuting gawa. Ulitin ko po, ikaw ay maliligtas sa pamamagitan ng pananampalataya kay Kristo Yesus at mga mabubuting gawa. Dahil sabi ng Biblia, faith without work is dead. Pangatlo, statement. Ikaw ay naligtas or maliligtas dahil lamang sa pananampalataya at wala nang iba. Ladies ko, ikaw ay naligtas o maliligtas sa pamamagitan lamang ng pananampalataya at wala nang iba. I'm quite surprised with the response ng mga tao and uh, kaya nga po ang hamo ko sa inyo ngayong umagang ito, itong ating pag-uusapan ay napakahalaga. This will really affect the way you see God the way you see yourselves, even the way, the, you know, your walk with the Lord, your prayers, even your self-image, self-esteem will be affected with this topic. So, ang akin pong mukha ay, ay uh, talagang pay close attention. You know, I, I really encourage you, pakinggan nyo. Sana po wala kayong mamis sa bawat sasabihin ko. Um, I'll be really teaching. This is more of a teaching dahil uh, medyo foundational ito. At gaya ng sinabi ko sa inyo nung, nung unang series natin, ngayong taon na ito, medyo palalalimin natin kaunti ang ating pagkakaalam o pagkakakilala sa Diyos at sa Kanyang salita. Medyo mag, ano tayo ngayon, uh, mag, mag, uh, dito, magpapanggap tayong matalino. Okay. Kahit by faith. Alright? Okay po ba yun? Okay. Now, listen. When we surrendered our lives to God and place our trust in Jesus and receive Him as Lord and Savior, bilang pagligtas, there is a great exchange or there was a great exchange. Kaya yun ang title natin. Kinuha niya ang ating mga kasalanan at ibinigay niya ang kanyang katuwiran. Great exchange. Tawag doon, imputation. Okay, yun matawag ng mga pantas sa Biblia, mga Bible scholars. Imputation. There was a great exchange when we had a relationship with Jesus. Ang ginawa po niya, He took our sins at ibinigay niya, ang, uh, 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 yun yung sinabi ko kanina, binigay yung katuwiran. Pangalawa, He took our guilt, yung ating mga guilt feeling, at ibinigay niya 
ang kanyang kapatawaran. Hindi lamang po yun. Nung tayo nakipag-isa sa Panginoon at uh, ginawa natin siyang Panginoon at tagapagligtas, uh, ang nangyari po is that siya ay iniwan ng Ama for a short period of time. Remember when He was on the cross? He prayed, My God, My God, why have you forsaken me? Iniwan siya ng Ama upang tayo naman ay mapalapit sa Diyos. Again, that great exchange. Another one that took place is that He died so that you and I can have life. Laging ganun ang nangyari. Para bagang, kaya nga, kay Chris Jesus, laging Pasko. Laging may exchange gift. Alright? Kinuha niya mga bagay-bagay sa buhay natin at pinalitan niya ng kung ano ang magiging kapakinabangan, beneficial sa atin. So ang goal po namin dito sa buong serye na ito, series na ito, ay mabigyan kayo ng isang solid theological foundation. Huwag lang, huwag kayo matatakot masyado doon sa mga termino, no? Uh, but, but, you know, sa, wala na akong ma- maisip, no? A solid theological understanding tungkol sa kaligtasan natin, salvation. At nang sa ganun, mag-iba rin or mag-adjust ang ating mga pananaw and magkaroon tayo ng mga practical implications every time also we share the gospel and disciple other people. Obviously, anuman ang ating natutunan, yun lang din ang pwede nating ibahagi sa iba. Tama? Kung tama ang natutunan, di tama ang ibabahagi. Kung mali ang natutunan, ay di mali din ang ibabahagi. Ganun lamang po yun. Kaya again, mahalaga po ang pag-uusapan natin uh, sa araw na ito. Actually, we will be talking, the first uh, uh, topic natin is about the plan of salvation or salvation plan. Ano ba ang nasa isip ng Diyos nung kanyang iligtas ang tao? What was even in his mind, in his heart, when he started planning uh, tungkol po sa kaligtasan? This may sound basic, but trust me, this is profound. It is simple and yet profound. And so gusto namin kayo mabigyan ng, ng, ng ganung ng ganong pagkakaunawa sa aspetong ito. The Bible scholars calls this soteriology. Okay? Yan ang tawag nila dyan. Okay? Sa mga systematic theology, yan ang tawag nila. Now, it was, it, it, this is a compound word. Actually, dalawang salitang Grego ang ginamit dito. Ang una ay ang salitang soter, na ang ibig sabihin po ay savior or deliverer. At idinagdag ang salitang logos, kung saan ang ibig sabihin po ay Salita, logos, the word or topic, or even reasoning. And so, pag pinagsama mo ito, literally, ang sinasabi po ng soteriology is the study of biblical doctrine of salvation. When we talk of salvation, sa mundong ito, marami ang mga pananaw ng tao. Kaya kanina, tinanong ko, una, kung naniniwala ka na naligtas ka or maliligtas ka sa pamamagitan ng mabuting gawa, Pangalawa, kung naniniwala ka na ikaw ay naligtas o maliligtas sa pamagitan ng pananampalataya at mabuting gawa. Pangatlo, kung ikaw ay naniniwala na maliligtas ka sa pamagitan ng pananampalataya lamang. I'm really trusting God and I pray that the Holy Spirit will start to open our understanding on this. Dahil pag namali ang pananaw natin, pakinggan niyo po ako, pag namali ang pananaw natin patungkol sa salvation, nakataya din dito yung ating salvation. Naunuan niyo po ba? So, kaya mahalaga po ito. And again, I pray 
that you will just bear with me. Uh, this would be a teaching and preaching, but more really of a, of a teaching. So actually, this series, we'll be getting it from the book of Ephesians. Sorry. Paul's epistle to the Ephesians. Chapter 1, verses 1 to 6. Samahan po ninyo ako sa pagbabasa. Simulan natin. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him. In love, He predestined us for adoption to Himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace, with which He has blessed us in the Beloved. Father God, we humbly come before You, acknowledging that apart from You, we can do nothing. We also recognize and acknowledge that without the teaching of the Holy Spirit, we will never understand anything that concerns Your Word. Now we ask You, Father, help us. Let Your anointing break every wrong mindset. Give us that understanding that the glorious light of your word, of your gospel, would just shine in our minds. And Father God, I claim for your promise that we shall know the truth and the truth will set us free. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. May kling uh, background lamang po. Si Pablo po, ang nagsulat nito, nakita natin kanina, ang kanyang, kumbaga, binanggit niya ang kanyang pangalan sa liham na ito. At ito po ay isinulat niya nung siya ay nakakulong sa Roma. Okay? In Rome. He was imprisoned in Rome. But during his missionary journey, yung ikatlong missionary journey niya, uh, he actually went to uh, Ephesus at nagbigay po siya ng babala. Uh, you can read that in the book of Acts. Nagbigay po siya ng, ng babala sa mga mananampalataya doon about uh, those evil teachers actually. May mga evil teachers po na uh, iingatan nila uh, from without. Ibig sabihin, from the outside ng church, merong mga mga maling, uh, mga bulaang tagapagturo from the outside the church. And also, he gave warning to those who are professing believers within the church. So, dalawang warning niya. Mula sa labas, mga bulaang guro, at nasa loob, mga nagpapanggap na Christian or professing Christian. Meaning, iba ang kanyang inaha, inihahayag at iba ang ipinakikita ng kanilang pamumuhay. So, yun po yung binigay ng warning sa kanila. Now, um, walang particular na problemang inaddress or issue na inaddress si Pablo dito sa, uh, sa, Ephesians, uh, sa Ephesus. Hindi po katulad ng mga ibang letters niya, Corinthians, Galatians, uh, Colossians, may mga issues siya na inaddress. Sa katunayan, kung inyo pong babasahin in the book of Revelation, yung seven churches na sinasabi ng Panginoon na kanyang uh, uh, na magbibigay sulit sa kanya at kanyang husgahan, tanging ang church lang po sa Ephesus ang walang binanggit na issue. Sabi niya, in fact, sabi niya, kilala niyo ang mga mapagpanggap. Alam niyo ang mga maling katuruan. Isa lang ang naging against ni Lord sa kanila. Sabi po ron, they have left their first love. Ibig sabihin yung kanilang pag-ibig. 
yung unang pag-ibig nila kay God, iniwan nila. Okay? Iniwan nila. Bakit nila iniwan? Again, because of the warning and the, uh, na sinabi ni Pablo, for them to beware about the, those evil teachers na nagtuturo ng mali and for those false or professing believers inside the church. Dahil po doon, marami silang narinig, marami silang naobserbahan, at sila po'y tinabangan sa kanilang pag-ibig sa Diyos. Yun po lamang ang naging uh, uh, puna ng Panginoon sa kanila. Now, let's go back uh, to the verse uh, na binasa po natin. Now, sabi rito, Paul, again, he was the author, an apostle of Christ, Je- uh, Christ Jesus by the will of God to the saints who are in Ephesus. Now, it's interesting, you know? Sino ang sinulatan dito ni Pablo? Come on, sino sinulatan? To the saints. Sabi nyo nga, to the saints. Okay, yeah, medyo ano tayo, ha? Uh, response, uh, respond tayo para, para I want you to engage dito sa teaching na to because this is really important. Sino sinulatan niya dito? The saints. Where? Now, isn't it interesting he didn't write to the saints in heaven that he wrote these epistles to the saints who are alive and living in certain place and that is Ephesus. Interesting. Now, sa kultura nating Pinoy, you know, traditionally, ang kultura natin, uh, we believe na para ang isang tao ay tawagin na santo or binanal. Yun po ang ibang kategorya, ang, ang ibang tawag nila. For a person to be called a saint, meron tayong sinusundang tradisyon. There is a process of canonization. You know, ang isang tao ay kinakanyon at pag nakanyon, idideclare na kung siya ay dapat na maging santo o isang santa. Okay? Now, also by that, meron pong isang lupon ng religious group who would even vote kung ang isang tao ay dapat na maging santo o hindi. In fact, isa pa sa mga requirement, kailangan at least meron kang dalawang himala na ginawa at ang iyong buhay, yung conduct mo and character is above reproach. And then pag-uusapan nyo ng mga religious leaders at magbobotohan sila, at tapos nung kakanyuning ka na at idideklara, isa ka ng santo. Ganun yung ginawa sa ating isang Pinoy na santo. Remember? Ganun po ang ginagawa nila. Uh, yun ang qualification, criteria nila parang isang tao ay maging santo. Pero again, ang sinulatan dito ni Pablo ay buhay. In fact, according to this religious group, pwede ka lang maging santo, pagpatay ka na. Alright? Pero ang sinulatan ni Pablo, mga buhay. Tignan mo katabi mo kung buhay pa. Tignan mo, buhay pa ba? Mihinga pa. Okay. Ang sinulatan niya rito ay buhay. Now, sino ba itong mga buhay na santo? Yun mo lang gusto kong, kasi may kinalaman to sa kaligtasan eh. Sino ba itong mga buhay na, na santo? Actually, kung titignan niyo ang Biblia, iba ang ipinakahulugan ng Biblia tungkol sa mga santo or mga binanal. Number one, ang mga santo na binabanggit ng Biblia ay hindi patay, kundi mga buhay. Bagamat dati, namatay na sila sa kanilang kasalanan. They were dead in their trespasses and sin. Now, yung mga santong binanggit sa Biblia, they may not have performed any miracle, yet they have experienced miracles when they place their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, also, itong uh, saints uh, na ginamit sa New Testament, actually, saints is just one of the many terms or terminologies na ginamit sa New Testament, patungkol po sa mga taong naglagak ng kanilang pananampalataya sa Diyos. In short, 
the New Testament, you know, saints describes these people or this person as one who has trusted Jesus Christ in his or her life. Okay, nagtiwala as Lord and Savior. Now, this person is alive, not just physically, but also spiritually. Okay? So let me just lay those foundations. Now, literally, ang ibig po sabihin ng saint dito is the one who has been set apart. Inihiwalay sa nakararami. Okay? Has been set apart and ang dapat nating maintindahan, papaano ba nagsimula ang mga bagay nito? Ngayon, pag sinabing inihiwalay ay ganito. Ibig sabihin nito, di ba, kunyari kayo, namimili kayo sa grocery or sa palengke. Di ba? Pag nagustuhan nyo, whether gulay or whatever, uh, isda o karne, ito, maganda to, medyo fresh pa, iyong kinukuha at iyong inihihiwalay from the rest, right? Just bear with me on this. Just bear with me. This is good. This is important. Inihihiwalay mo. Or even, pagka ikaw ay nagpunta sa isang bazaar, sa mga bargain, you know, kahit sabi mong yung damit, episode tumpok, you know, ikaw ay namimili pa rin among the tumpok at iyong inihihiwalay at sasabihin, eto bibiling ko. Or ito yung akin. Ganon din ang idea nung sinabing pagka ikaw ay santo or binanal, ang ginagawa, ito yung mga taong inihihiwalay ng Diyos from the rest. Why? Just so, para makita yung pagkakaiba ng kanyang sinasabi. Now, sabi dito is that to the saints, again, these are alive, these are people living at that very moment sa Ephesus, and ang nasa isipan niya rito, syempre, pagpatay, hindi mo mababasa yan, so dapat buhay makakabasa. Now, this is what he said. Paano nangyari lahat? Sabi niya, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies. Ang tema, ang isa sa mga tema ng sulat ni Pablo sa Epeso, ay in Christ, we are blessed. Or sabi ng mga ibang uh, Bible scholars, your riches in Christ. Ang iyong kayamanan kay Kristo. Yun ang tema. Yun ang, yun ang laman ng buong epeso. Now, obviously, ang source. Sino ang source? Ang Diyos Ama. Okay? Now, listen. The source of everything that we have, everything that we consider treasure, everything we consider wealth, everything that we own, so to speak, you know, the only source of that is God. Not your job. Not your business. Sa mga kabataan, not your parents. That's why, from the very start, God is always teaching us na sa Kanya tayo tumingin, hindi dun sa mga channels. Are you hearing me? And we always say this, channels change. But not the source. Old Testament. Old Testament. Ang sabi po ron, uh, sabi ng Diyos, kapag ka ang mga Israelita ay nakinig at maingat, pag sila'y nakinig, parang kayo ngayon, nakikinig, nakikinig, pagka kayo nakikinig at maingat yung ginagawa, Ang ipinag-utos ko, you can find that in Deuteronomy chapter one, chapter 28, verses 1 to 13. Sabi niya, If you hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, I will set you high above all other people. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. You'll be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed coming in, blessed going out. I will bless the fruit of your basket, the fruit of your body, the fruit of your labor. Every work of your hands will be blessed. I will make you the head and not the tail, above only. Lahat nun. Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 13 speaks of all the blessings when the Israelites obey. 
Now, in the New Testament, yung paborito ninyo, uh, which, uh, which was written by, by Paul in, in chapter 4, verse 19, sabi ni dito, And my God, my God, not your job, not your business, not anyone else, my God shall supply all, not some, not majority, but all your needs, not greeds, but your needs, according to what? According to His glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Now, isang bagay is that I want you to always take note every time you read your Bible, makabasa kayo ng in Christ, by Christ, through Christ. That means na ang ating credentials, ang ating qualification for the promises of God is simply because we are in Christ. Mamaya, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, explain that. Okay? Is because we are in Christ. Tayo ay nakay Kristo. The reason kung bakit tayo pinagpapala is because we are united in Christ. Okay? What does we mean? What does it mean to be united in Christ? It simply means that the person is one with him in relationship. Naalala po ninyo yung husband and wife, di ba? Pagka magkasawi kinasal, the two will become what? One flesh. So, ang mga saong babae is one with his wife, uh, with his husband. Same thing with the husband. You're one with your wife. We're one flesh. In the same way, Jesus is the bridegroom in the book of Revelation and the church is the bride. That one day, literally, we will become one with Jesus Christ. Yun yung ibig sabihin. Now, listen, ito po yan. The moment, nung oras na tinanggap mo, si Jesus, hindi inisip, nung oras na inihayag mo sa iyong labi at inanyayahan si Jesus na pumasok sa iyong puso bilang Panginoon at Tagapagligtas, nung oras na isinusuko mo ang iyong buhay sa Diyos, at that very moment, whether kahapon, isang linggo, isang buwan, o taon na nakararaan, that very moment, you become one with Christ. And because you're one with Christ, you know, sabi niya, these blessings can, and, you know, it, it can be yours, pero it doesn't happen automatically. Listen, why? Dahil kahit anong pangako ng Diyos, kung hindi natin alam ang katayuan natin sa Kanya, or kung hindi natin alam mismo ang pangako, wala tayong makaangkin sa Kanya. We will never have any faith at all to claim for the promises of God. Are you still here? Okay, now, let's go back here. So in short, yung sinasabi nating relasyon sa Panginoon, yun yung tinatawag nating salvation. Kaligtasan. But take note of this. When the Bible talks of salvation, it is not just limited that you will go to heaven. Hindi lang yun ang plan ng Diyos. Kung yun lang ang plan ng Diyos na pumunta ka sa langit, sana nung oras na tinanggap mo si Jesus, kinuha ka na niya. Pero hindi, hindi, hindi pa tayo kinuha rito. Yung iba, nauna na. Pero huwag ka mag-alala, kukunin ka rin. Alright? Kaya nakita nyo ha, kahit mga Kristiyano, maraming Kristiyano, takot mamatay. Hello? Bakit? Y- yun yung isang, alam nyo, if you understand this plan of salvation, yes, whether we like it or not, mamamatay tayo lahat. Kahit na makarinig kayo, si Lord dadating na bukas, trust me, hindi pa. Pero malapit na. Yun nga lang, hindi pa. Pero malapit na. Hindi nga pa lang ngayon. Pero darating din siya. 
And malamang, mas mauna tayong umuwi kaysa bumalik siya. Ngayon, pag di natin naunawaan itong plan ng kaligtasan, marami sa atin matatakot. Ngayon, tanong, ba't tayo matatakot kung alam mo kung saan pupunta? In fact, ang sabi ni Pablo, mas gugustuhin ko nang iwan kayo, sumama na sa Panginoon. Kaya lang, kaya gusto ko rin maiwan dito para sa inyo, para patuloy ko kayo maturuan. Are you hearing me? You know, uh, I have done uh, officiated mga memorial services. May mga na-officiated memorial services sa mga Kristiyano, the whole family uh, Kristiyano na. Ang saya ng memorial service. Meron din man ako napuntahan ng memorial service na puro iyakan. Sabi ko, gusto ko doon sa masaya. Dahil to- sa totoo lang, ang isang tao na nakikriso at namatay, it's a celebration. It's a celebration. Why? Because we will be with the Lord where there is no more tears. No more pain. No more problem. Thank God sa langit wala ng cholesterol. Wala ng high blood. Are you hearing me? Kaya nga, mahalaga to mga kapatid na maintindihan natin. Dito, isa ito sa mga dahilang kung bakit maraming Kristiyano ang hindi interesadong lumago sa kanilang paglakad sa Panginoon. Because ang akala, eh, pupunta lang naman ako sa langit. Hindi, apektado ang buhay mo maging dito. That's why you need to understand it. In short, salvation opens the gates for the other blessings. And trust me, material blessings, wealth, these are the least, pinakadulong-dulo sa lahat ng pagpapala ng Diyos. Kaya lang tayo mga tao, itong inuuna natin. Ang gusto ko agad natin, may pera ko, gusto natin agad, may mga ari-arian ako, gusto natin, all the convenience. No, of course, masarap yun. Pero hindi kayo lasa nyo. Maraming mga tao, mayaman, maraming pera, pero lagi nasa hospital. Hindi natin sila ginadjust whatsoever. But my point is this. Of course, maganda yung wala ka ng sakit, may pera ka pa. Ilan sa inyo gusto yun? Wala na kayo sakit, may pera pa kayo. Lord, picture mo nga ito. Eh, eh, unahin mo itong mga ito. Ayan, ayan, ayan. Kita nyo, kita nyo. Pagka, pagka may pera, tsaka ano. Ang gusto ko yan, gusto ko yan. But kidding aside, this salvation opens the gate for the other blessing. Hindi ko naman sinasabing pag hindi ligtas ang isang tao, walang blessing. Meron pa rin because the grace of God is there. Pero ang sinasabi natin, dito pa rin nagsisimula. Kaya nga sabi niya, with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies. Remember, yung sinasabi ko, bilang mga Kristiyano, ako, hindi ako bumabati ng God bless you sa kapwa Kristiyano. Ang bati ko lagi, you are blessed. Bakit? Ayan sinabi. You are blessed. Ang, ang sinasabihan ko lang ng God bless you, yung mga wala pang relasyon kay Kristo. I'm declaring the blessing of God. But anyway, yun yung sinasabi. Alam niyo bakit? Because you're chosen by God. Mahirap paniwalaan eh, hindi ba? Ako, pipiliin eh, sino ba ako? Yun ang mentalidad ng Pinoy. Dahil nasakop tayo ng maraming bansa for how many years, hirap na hirap tayong tignan ang sarili natin at itaas ng kaunti. Laging napakababa ng tingin natin. Kahit ako noon, nung, nung nagsisimula ako magpastor, ayoko makipag-usap sa mga nakabarong na pastor. Ayoko mag-usap sa mga nakakamisidentro at naka, nakakot na pastor. Bakit? Eh, dudugo ilong ko eh. I got a poor self-image. I grew up having poor self-image, poor self-esteem. Alam nyo na yun. But it was only when I had a rela- when I started a relationship with Christ, everything has changed. Why? Because I found it in the Scripture. Nasimulan kong tignan kung ano ang tingin ng Diyos sa akin, hindi yung tingin ko at tingin ng ibang tao. 
For me, it doesn't matter kung anong tingin ng ibang tao. Malaga sa akin, anong tingin ng Diyos sa atin? And as far as God is concerned, ang tingin niya sa inyo, pinili ka ng Diyos. You're chosen by God. Amen. Now, and ever, don't you ever tell me, pero pastor, ha? you know, buti na lang, pinili ko si Lord na, na you know, sumunod siya kanya. Pakinggan mo ako, kapatid. Sa ating ganang sarili, hindi natin pipiliin ang Diyos. The Bible says, no one will seek God. Sabi ni Jesus, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. We have nothing to boast. Hindi tayo pumili kay Lord. Siya pumili sa atin. No, ito lang ang tanong ko. Sino tayo para piliin? Maraming si iba sa inyo, you feel like, you know, you have that entitlement. Eh, pastor ako eh. Kaya naman ako pinili ni Lord. Alam ko dahil matalino ko. Alam ko dahil uh, mayaman ako. Alam ko dahil ganito, ganyan. No, kapatid, again, lahat ng meron ka galing kay Lord. Everything is by the grace of God. Are you hearing me? Nobody can just say, Thank God I chose God. No, no. It's not you who chose God. It's God who chose you. I don't know ano nakita niya, but He chose you. Hindi ko alam kung ano nagustuhan niya, but He chose you. Even if other people will not choose you, God chose you. Period. Amen. And that is one thing. Yun yung una pala. Dapat naniniwala ka. Dapat nakikita mo sa pinili ako ng Diyos. Hindi ka makapili. Pinili ka ng Diyos. Now, dahil tayo pinili ng Diyos, andoon ang mga pangako, andoon ang pagpapala. You are chosen by God. And God chose you to be set apart. That's what the Bible says. Pinili ka ng Diyos para ihiwalay. Yung binasa natin kanina. Even as He chose us in Him. Nung, 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 nung pinili ka ng Diyos, Pinili ka dahil kay Kristo, hindi dahil lang sa'yo. Amen. Oh. Ano ba natin? Ha? Medyo unpack natin to. Nung pinagplanuhan ng Diyos ang kaligtasan natin, pakinggan nyo to, hindi niya ito naisip lang dahil wala siya magawa. Alam nyo yung, yung kataga nating Pinoy, yung drawing? Di ba nagplano ka? Tapos di natuloy, ah, drawing ka naman eh. Kaya tayo mga Pinoy, madalas, gusto natin spontaneous. Ayaw na natin drawing, ha? O, oh, tara ba, amalis tayo kung sino sasama, di sumama, kung sinong ayaw, di maiwan, basta pumuli na tayo. Tama? Now, may mga ilang bagay, pwede yung, pwede yung ganyan spontaneous. Pero may mga ilang bagay, hindi mo kailangan yung, hindi pwede spontaneous, kailangan pagplanuhan mo. Kunyari yung kasal, hindi pwede spontaneous yan, men. Pagplano, mag-ibong ka naman. Are you hearing me? Now, when it comes to salvation, listen, when it comes to salvation, the moment, Nung oras na si Adan at si Eva ay nagkasala, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, binitawan na ng Diyos ang pangako niyang mangyayari in the future. At ano sabi niya? And from the seed of the woman, the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent, mag-aawa yan. He, you will bruise his heel, but he will crush your head. And so on and so There was already a plan. In fact, the Bible says, we were chosen even before the foundation of the world. Before God created the first atom, hinakita niya na, in the future, March 4, 2018, aaten ka ngayong araw na ito. Nakita niya. Why? Because He has chosen you. God in His foreknowledge, alam niya na, nakita ka na niya, magre-respond ka. Sa grace niya. Why? Because He has chosen you. Pero, 
Pakinggan nyo to. Just a fair warning and, and, and let me just balance on this. Some thought, isip nila, dahil pinili sila ni Lord, pwede na nilang gawin ang kahit na ano. Eh, chosen eh. Chosen naman ako eh. So I can do anything. No, that's dangerous, man. That's, that's dangerous. Now, basahin mo. Even as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, why did God choose you? Or what's the purpose? Listen. That you may what? That we should be holy and blameless. Huwag mo sabihin, pinili ka. Pwede mo nang gawin kahit na ano. Patunayan ko sa inyo, in Jude, chapter 1, verse 4, For certain men whose condemnation was written about long ago and have secretly slipped in among you. Listen. They are ungodly people who pervert, twinist, the grace of our God into a what? License. To what? For immorality and deny Jesus. In short, ginagawa nilang lisensya yung grace ni God. Anyway, ligtas na naman ako eh. You know, I, I really feel, feel sorry, uh, feel sorry uh, to, to those who were trapped. I don't know if you've heard this phrase. The one save, always save. I agree with that. But, marami, ang perception nila sa one save, always save, mali. Ang kala, one save, always, total, ligtas na ako. Eh, kaya, bakit kailangan magbago? If that's the case, ngayon born again, tara, mang hold up tayo. Tutol, pagdampatay naman tayo, sa langit tayo pupunta eh. Tara man, rape tayo. Tara, huwag tayo magtinuwa, huwag tayo magbago. Tutol, ligtas na tayo eh. Now, be careful. Because sabi rin ni Jesus, you shall know them by their fruit. Kono bunga, yun ang puno. Are you hearing me? That's why it is important for us to understand this. Nilalaro, eto yung ginagawa ng demonyo. He twists the word. Yeah, you're, by, uh, you know, you're saved by grace eh. Okay na yan, bro. Okay na yan. Huwag ka, ka nang babago. Huwag ka magpapadisciple. Huwag ka, ka, ka lalago. Okay na yan. Yung andyan ka naman, nagpapacheck ka naman ng atena. Di ba rin ang tulog? Okay na yan. But no, brother. He says, the purpose of choosing is for you and me to be holy and to be blameless. Amen. Why? Because God chose you. And He chose you not just to be set apart, but He chose you to be adopted to His family. Iba rin ang understanding natin about adoption. Iba ang nasa isip ni Pablo during their time. Kung ano ang tunay na adoption. Ito sabi niya, In love, He predestined us for adoption. Alam niyo yung predestined? Noong pa, ini, ano man tagdo? Itinalaga ka na. Talaga, Pastor? Oo. Itinalaga ka na ng Diyos. Noong pa, you're pre Distinct, even beforehand. I love that. I love that. Yun ang hindi natin makontain. Yun ang hindi natin maunawaan. Could you imagine, wala pa tayo rito. We are already chosen by God. Wala pa tayo rito. Alam na ng Diyos na makakasama natin siya magpasa walang hanggan. Alam na niya. And because of that, sabi niya, we were predestined, or He predestined us for adoption as sons and daughters through Jesus Christ. Again, there it is, through Jesus, in, in Christ, you know, by Christ, and so on, according to the purpose of His will. Now, Old Testament, ang mga Israelita, tinatawag ang ama na father, but, but corporately, not as an individual. Walang isang hudyo na pwedeng tumawag sa Diyos na ama, corporately, as a Jew. In the New Testament, nag-introduce si Jesus ng bago. Actually, in the Old Testament, 
the word Father, referring to God, was only mentioned 14 times. But in the New Testament, the word Father pertaining to God and Jesus in the Gospel alone, it was mentioned 60 times. Na itong adoption na sinasabi dito, ipinakita ni Jesus, He called God as a Father, not corporately, but in the, as an individual. Alright? So, nag-iba yung senaryo sa Aramaic. Ang mga tao noon, they call God dalawa. Father, formal. Daddy, informal. Ganun nila i-address. Now, si Jesus, ang ginamit niya is the English equivalent nung the word na daddy. He used an informal way to call God His Father. Why? What does it mean? It simply means that you can always approach God as a loving and caring Father. In the Old Testament, hindi, iba. Iba yon. Ngayon, ito ang, ito matindi ha. Tignan Sabi sa Romans 8, For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received what? The spirit of adoption as sons and of course as daughters by whom we cry what? Abba, Father. No, the word Abba, Father means parang double, ano yan, double uh, uh, parang redundant. Daddy, Father, something like that. Okay? Which means we can call God in an informal way as daddy and in a formal way as father. Alright? Yun ang ibig sabihin yan. Pero, I don't want to stop there. Because sabi sa next verse, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, Himself bears witness in our, with our spirit that we are what? Do you really sense and do you really believe without a shadow of a doubt that you are a child of God? Do you really believe that? Huh? Come on, do you, do you believe that? Do, do you sense that? I mean, does it bear witness in you that you're a child of God? Then why is it that when we pray, it sounds like we don't believe that God is our Father? The other day, galing po kami sa, you know, I spoke sa Akashad, sa mga pastors. Hindi namin na po na message ng anak ko. Yung palang message yung isa kong anak, nasa bahay lang sila na Sabi niya, doon sa message niya, sabi niya, pa map. Pwede, pwede ko bang ibukas yung aircon? Ang init kasi. Hindi namin nabasa. Nakita na lang ni Malu, nung, hindi ko lang kung kailan niya, pero pagdating sa bahay, yung kagada sinabi sa anak ko, sabi niya, anak, pwede mong ibukas yung aircon. May, may party ka rin dyan. Ano yun? May, may, may ari ka rin ng aircon na yan. Hindi ka kailangan mag, 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 humingi ng, ng permiso kung kailangan buksan. Bukas mo yun, bakit? Anak ka namin eh. Naintindihan na, niyo ba? Wala, wala akong mga anak. Hindi ko alam sa anak niyo, ha? Pero wala akong anak na sa umaga kumakatok sa pinto. Pa, pwede po kaming mag-almusal. <laughs> Kahit po, kaunti lang. I mean, kapag ganun ang, 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 ang attitude ng anak natin sa atin, I, I would really doubt if that child of yours consider you as his parent. And in the same way, maraming beses, ganun ang consideration natin kay God. We don't look at Him as our Father, our loving and caring Father. Takot tayo palagi. That's why the Bible says, you come boldly before the throne of Christ. Halika na, kapasok. Hindi na po. Kung pwede nilang ako, kahit konti lang. I-bless niyo ako, Lord. Konti lang. Tapos pag blinis ka ng konti, ito lang, bila naman, oh. Oh, come on. Oh, ako lang yun. Nga pala, hindi kayo ganun. Anyway, let's go back. Now, ito yun eh. Ito matindi. 
If you believe with all your heart that you're a child of God, that you are sons and daughters of God, listen, the last part says, and if children, then heirs, and heirs of God, and fellow heirs with Jesus. Ano ang ibig sabihin nun? Dahil anak ka ng Diyos, tagapagmana ka ng Diyos. Isa kang eredero, hindi ka yagit. Eh, minsan, you know, may mga Kristiyano lagi nagpapaawal. Lord, kaya pagka nagpe-pray, paparinig pa. Lord, wala na akong makain. Ilalagay pa sa Facebook, wala na kami makain. Ha? Na- narito pa ba kayo? Ikaw ay isang eriter. Alam niyo nung, nung bago ang Kristiyano, ang 80s, sa amin, uh, sa Santa Mesa ako lumaki, you know, meron nung isang Metro Aid doon, kung inabot niyo pa yung Metro Aid. Mga nagwawalis sa Krasada, wala siya. Eh, kada makikita ko siya magwalis, parang iba dating sa akin, parang, you know, he's so proud. There was one time, tinanong ko siya, sabi ko, Manong, Manong, uh, bakit ba pag nagwawalis ka, parang, parang may yabang. Alam niyo, ito sagot niya, hindi ko malilimutan. Hindi ko nalimutan. Ito sagot niya, Metro Aid, nagwawalis, sabi niya, Kaya ako ganito, dahil winawalisan ko lang ang pag-aari ng ama ko. Could you imagine that? Metro Aid. Pero kilala niya kung sino tatay niya. Sino yung tatay niya? Yung may-may-ari ng korsadang winawalis niya. Ha? Alam mo kung sa iba yun, buisit na buhay to. Kailan kaya ako mga aasenso? Hindi na ako makakaalis dito. Dito na ako pinanganak. Dito na ako nabubuhay. Dito na ako mamamatay. So be it, according to your faith. You know, I, I admire that attitude na kahit Metro 8 na minamalit ng marami but he had the right perspective. He knows that he's a child of God and because he's a child of God regardless of what he does he's doing it for his Father in heaven. Amen! Praise God! Kung anong mamanahin ni Jesus mamanahin mo. Do you believe that? Yeah, harinawa. Okay. Ito na nga, nababasa na nga natin eh. Ay pa natin paniwalaan. Oh, ito pa. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of, of His Son into our hearts crying, Abba, Father. Inulatili sa Galatians chapter 4. You are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then heir through God. That's why, listen. If you're volunteering, at doon sa mga hindi pa volunteer listen. We don't work for God. I'm a child of God. I'm not a slave. I don't work for God. I work with God. There's one thing to think that ginagawa ko to para kay Lord. Well, in a way, that's good. But the attitude, alam niyo, minsan inihiwalay natin si, si Lord, nagpapa-impress tayo. You don't have to impress God. God is already impressed with you. Why? Because He has chosen you. Amen. He has chosen you. You don't have to impress Him. All you need to do is just give your best to God. Kaya nga kanina yung tanong, listen, yung tanong ko kanina, una, niniwala ka ba na ikaw ay naligtas sa yung mabuting gawa? Mga kapatid, if that is our belief, even the second thing, naniniwala ka ba na, na ikaw ay naligtas by faith plus good work, if that's our attitude, listen, I'll say this with love, we are insulting Jesus. We're telling Jesus, Jesus, hindi sapat. 
Yung ginawa mo sa krus ng kalbaryo, hindi sapat nung ikaw ay nahirapan, hindi sapat nung ikaw ay hinagupit, hindi sapat nung ikaw ay nilagyan ng koron ng tinig, hindi sapat nung ikaw ay nagbitbit ng krus sa kalbaryo, hindi sapat nung ikaw ay nakapako, hindi sapat nung sinaksaka ng sibat, hindi sapat yun, Lord, tutulungan kita para maligtas ang sarili ko. That is the greatest insult that we can do before God. The Bible says, you and I are saved by grace through faith, not of your works. It is a gift of God so that no one will boast. If we can save ourselves by good works, maraming yayabang sa atin. Oh Lord, ha? nagpagawa ko ng, ng simbahan, ha? ligtas mo ko. The entitlement mentality would come. Oh Lord, ha? tinulong ako itong mga may hirap na to. You know, I, I was so blessed last Friday. You know, I was invited to speak to the pastors and I, I knew the story. Meron doon isang mag-asawa, actually, maaten sa atin sa Akasya, dati rin pastor, pero ngayon, you know, hindi rin siya pastor. Uh, he went into business and he was blessed and he was supporting. Guys, he was supporting more than 30 pastors. Nagpa-dinner siya sa mga pastor in the rural, sa mga probinsya. Yung mga wala, yung sa sobrang hirap. Alam, alam nyo yung, yung, if they can, yung mga pastor na nagsasabi, if they cannot walk by faith, they will walk by feet. Nasa sobrang nipis ng swelas ng sapatos pag nakaapak ng 25, alam kung tao ibon. And they were, the family was supporting them. Ah, sabi, I was mesmerized. Oh, man! Iba to. Are you Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Eh, kaya minsan tayo, may magparinig. Ugaling yagit, hindi. Kapatid, eridero ka. Hindi ka yagit. Hindi ka kailangang mamalimus. Ngi ka sa tatay mo. Lapit ka sa tatay mo. Dad, kailangan ko to. Pangako mo naman, lahat ng kailangan ko, bibigay mo eh. Are you hearing me? This will affect your life. What does it mean to be adopted? Okay, eto na. Ayoko na. Tapos na. Tapos na tong introduction ko after this. What does it mean to be adopted? Nung unang panahon, during the ancient time. Ngayon, tayo, iba idea natin. We adopt babies, we raise up babies to be grown-ups, right? Right? Nung panahon nila, ang adoption hindi, hindi ho sila nag adopt ng baby. nag adopt sila para meron silang mapamanahan. Kaya mga ina-adopt nila malalaki na para i-turn over yung, yung, yung estate nila or whatever wealth they have. Yun ang idea ni Paul nung sinabi, we were adopted as sons. The reason why God adopted you and me is not for us to be raised up as children, but for you and me to become heirs of God and joint heirs with the Lord. Ang daming gustong ipamana ni Lord, wala siyang pagmamanahan. Kaya kanyata, ikaw at ako, inampo ng Diyos. Bakit? Kasi pinili kanya. Grabe. Meh. Wala tayong pagmamalaki. Hindi ko alam, hindi ko alam kung magyayabang pa tayo kay Lord. Hindi ko alam kung 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 you know, magtatampo ka pa kay Lord. Who are we? Para piliin niya. But it doesn't matter. Still God chose you. Why? Because he loves you so much. Amen. Amen. Come on, give him praise. Eh, paano ba nangyayari yung pastor? Yan ang sabi ni John. For as many to all who did receive Him, who's Him? Jesus. To them, He gave the authority, the right to become children of God. That's why when you receive Jesus, not when you think, when you receive, when you accepted Jesus, when you declare with your mouth, Jesus, come into my life, be my, not think, but say it. Iba yung thinking sa saying. 
If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, God raised Him from the you shall be saved. For with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And with the heart, believing is made for what? For all the things that will come after that. It's not, it, it's not thinking. It's believing. Why? Because you're chosen by God. And you're chosen by God to the praise of His grace. And that's what the last verse says. You and I are for the praise and glory of His grace. What's that grace? The unmerited favor. We don't deserve it. And yet God chose to give it to us. I don't know why, but still God chose to give it to us. I don't know the qualification and the, and the, and, and, and the requirements that God is asking except that to accept Jesus into our lives as Lord and Savior. He lavished it on us. Lavish, lavish. Ang pag-ibig at grace ni God. I'll wrap it up. We become saints. Not of any, not, not because somebody voted for you. Not because you perform miracles. No. We become saints when we are united with Christ Jesus. And when we become saints, that was already pre-planned, predestined by God from the beginning of time. He has chosen you. Why? I don't know. He chose you and adopted us to be His child, His sons, His daughters, His children. So that there would be people who would become heirs of God and joint heirs with the Lord Jesus Christ. And now, God is just saying, I want you to live your life knowing and understanding that you are my child and let other people see the glory of my grace. That when they look at you, mapapakamot na, ano ba nakita ni Lord dito? That's the grace of God. Wala siya nakita. <laughs> Wala tayo may pagpamalaki. But still, God chose it. That is the grace of God. That's why every time you testify of how good our God is, every time you share to others of how faithful God is, of how loving our God is, hindi pwedeng hindi sila lumapit sa Panginoon. Because they will start to believe that if God has done this to you, He can also do this to them. And in turn, they will also be called, they will also be chosen, and they will also be adopted into His family. Amen? Come on, give the Lord a praise once more. Can we just all stand up right now? Father, we just want to thank you. You're good, Lord. You're caring. You're loving. Lord, I just pray. Nawapo, Panginoon, hindi namin baliwalain ang napakinggan namin. Lord, nawapo ay hindi lamang basta ito manatili ngayon paglabas namin. Balik na kami sa dati. Lord, make this real to us. I pray, Father God, that you will continue to speak to them even in those quiet moments of their lives. Even when they're sleeping, Lord, speak to them, oh God. Convince them, Lord God, that they are your sons and daughters, that they are your heirs and joint heirs with the Lord Jesus, that they have been chosen by you even before the foundation of the world and has been predestined to be adopted as your children. Lord, I've done my part. Holy Spirit, I pray you make the seed of the word in their hearts. Let it be made alive. Let it grow. Let it 
grow deep and let it bear fruit. And I pray, Father God, even right now, our lives will never be the same again. Our perspective will change. Thank you. We did not choose you, but you chose us. And forgive us, Lord God, if we look, look down on ourselves, if we have belittled ourselves. Forgive us, O oh God, na kahit kami eredero, na mumuhay kami parang yagit. Forgive us, Lord. May we change our perspective right now. In the name of Jesus. Now, I'd like to speak to some of you here. Maybe, kilala nyo sarili nyo. If you have not declared with your mouth, if you have not invited Jesus with your mouth, not in your thinking, not in your mind, but with your mouth, if you have not yet prayed and invite Jesus to come into your heart, now is the best time for you to do that. And if you want to do that, I'll follow this prayer after me. Sabihin po natin, Ama sa langit, sa pangalan ni Jesus, salamat po sa iyong dakilang pag-ibig na kahit ako'y ganito lamang, pinili mo ako. Itinalaga mo na ako upang iyong maging anak. Salamat po, Panginoon, na kung wala ka, wala rin po ako magagawa. At inihahayag ng aking labi, Jesus, ikaw ang aking Panginoon. Pumasok ka sa aking buhay at maghari. At patawarin niyo po ako sa pagtitiwala ko sa aking sariling lakas at sa ibang bagay upang maligtas. Nananalig ako na sa pamamagitan lamang ng iyong mayamang biyaya ng may pananampalataya, ako'y maliligtas. At tinatanggap ko ito ngayon sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord praise for that.